Good evening and happy Mother's Day to all of those hardworking and exhausted mothers. I hope you have grabbed a glass of wine, perhaps your lover, maybe you're alone tonight uh, with yourself, just getting a break. All mothers need a break. And uh, you're here to listen to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show, the show where we educate men and women about sexual health, how it relates to overall health, making your relationships the best they can be. I am Maureen McGrath, hosting this show as I do every single Sunday evening live. I come to you every Sunday evening. And now for an extended period of time from 8 to 10 p.m. So if you're if this is the first time you've joined me, welcome. I am a registered nurse in the area of sexual health. Uh, definitely not in the area of finances. I'm going to talk about those two a little bit later in the, on in the show. you got to be good at one. You might as well be good at sex. Anyway, I'm a registered nurse. I'm a blogger. I am uh, I'm a clinician. <laughs> It's not about me. Uh, it's about you today. Happy Mother's Day to all of those amazing mothers out there. And, you know, there's nothing like motherhood. It's a fabulous job responsibility. There's a lot of sacrifice. It's hard work, but well worth it in the end. Uh, there's no greater joy than the joy of your children. So hope you've had a wonderful day. Uh, a lot of women are working in and outside of the home today. So marry a rich guy. Uh, no, <laughs> that's my advice. Show's over. Um, anyway, so we talk about lots of different subjects here on the show. And uh, Mike, nice to have you back. Thanks for helping me out tonight. I need all the help I can get. Anytime. It's all good. <laughs> As you know. No, I actually don't. I really don't need that much help. I'm, uh, I do a lot myself. You, you, know, I'm, you provide the help. I provide the help, exactly. <laughs> this is true. Touche. Good one. Um, but anyway, no, you know, a lot of women work uh, quite hard, and uh, but guys work hard too. But today it's Mother's Day, and so hopefully you weren't awakened at, you know, 5.20 in the morning with a waffle and <laughs> cold coffee that's too strong. But anyway, I'm certain you've enjoyed the day, and it was a gorgeous day. We're having lovely weather lately. So tonight on the program... We're going to be talking about a number of different issues for women. There's a little bit of a dedicated program to women, but uh, that doesn't mean, guys, I have not included you because I, I like equal opportunity. And uh, so I'm certainly going to include you a little bit later on in the program when I talk about I'm educating the women about what men want in bed. So don't worry about it. Stay with me, guys, okay? But uh, to start with, I'm going to talk about the safety concerns of a controversial Escher birth control implant. You may not want to have kids, but you may not want to have this device either. Also, this is important, guys. <laughs> Some, uh, it's about the women tonight, okay? But what you need to know about the female brain, and this is excellent, this research that I came across recently. I learned a thing or two about myself. I shut down in stress. My brain shuts down when I'm stressed. Anyway, done. Shuts down, stops. If you can believe it, it's the only thing that stops me. <laughs> From talking, that is. Um, anyway, also uh, going to be talking about, given that it's Mother's Day and talking about motherhood, going to be talking about is motherhood incongruous with being sexual? Some people say yes, and some of the research I have found about the brain confirms that. So it's very interesting where women put their focus after their babies are born. So there may be... Uh, an organic reason for that. There are countless articles that encourage women to get in touch with their sexuality and bounce back post-baby, but is that a reality? Uh, can that happen? And how openly is a woman who's a mother allowed to embrace her sexuality? 
She may be perceived as being somebody of loose morals and worse of all, a bad mother. And who wants to be a bad mother? And, you know, it's terrible, but mothers are terrible about other mothers, their their mothering style, and also other people's children. All children misbehave. Let me tell you, nobody's perfect. But if you have a smart kid, you're lucky because <laughs> you can always say that. Well, my son is smarter than yours. Anyway, <laughs> can't say I didn't fall back on that every now and again. Behavior-wise, no. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, but anyway, uh, so let's talk about whether motherhood and sexuality can exist. Also, ADHD in women, it's different than it is in men. I have a patient who has ADHD. I have several patients who have ADHD, and they also have relationship issues, which is why they end up coming to see me. And the only way that I can describe one patient of mine, or and, and I say this with the utmost respect, and it's not just this one particular patient, but these women present, at, when you become a mother and you are the organizer, the planner, you're doing the finances, you're you're planning the birthday parties, you're going grocery shopping, you may be working outside of the home, you're responsible for remembering birthdays and anniversaries and buying all the gifts at Christmas and, you know, doing it all. That's why we're never doing it. But anyway, um, so when you have ADHD, you can get really overwhelmed by all of the responsibilities that are put on mothers today, especially in... Um, uh, in, when they're in a relationship and, and he's on the couch uh, with a beer and <laughs> the clicker. I've never seen that. But anyway, I'm sure you haven't either. So the one particular patient of mine and many of them, I think of um, the only way I can describe them with the utmost respect is like they are like a bag of Skittles that is open on both ends. That's the only way. I cannot describe it any other way. And it's just, you know, chaos, absolute chaos and it's just like everything's falling out all over the place they're overwhelmed they just can't get it together they're having problems in their relationships we're going to address some of that and some of the strategies that you can do to avoid that or to make life easier and you know what a personal assistant may be expensive but it is crucial that women like this have a personal assistant or or an assistant of some sort um anyway it'd be nice to have an assistant (laughs) Uh, but they, they're, they're always terrible. Anyway, I've, I've hired a few myself, but uh, no, they, they actually don't get anything done. you got to get stuff done. That's me. you got to finish it. Anyway, I've already told you, I'm going to talk about what men want in bed, but you know what? When men are not having sex with the women in their lives, especially if the women are mothers and they have an, an issue, and a lot of my male pa- patients have issues with their wives after their wives have babies, they're they feel that they look at their wife differently. And so they choose to have extramarital affairs, if you can believe that. And so who do men choose for affairs? I'm going to review that with you. On Tuesday evening, I am going to be speaking at an event called Sex, Relationships, and the Stars. And that's on Tuesday evening, May 10th, 2016. You can purchase your tickets at Eventbrite under Divine Intervention. They're going to be serving gourmet appetizers from gourmet lunch ladies. So that should be great. I have two tickets to give away to anybody interested in the dating world. Anybody interested in hearing about astrology, because on that particular night, Kelly Benson, a Vancouver astrologist, will be there as well. But she's also joining me later on in the program tonight. So two tickets to give away. You can call me. Don't be afraid. You can call me. Here's the number, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. That's my number. 
Not sure you have it or not. I have your number. I got your number. Um, but that's my number. And so if you want to come to this event, it should be fun. Of course, I will be giving away prizes. And you know that it's not candy. Well, it is candy for the soul. But anyway, uh, <laughs> it'll be fun. Talking about sex, you're going to learn something. So if you'd like to come along to that event, Give me a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Hey, Mike, there's a buzz line here, right? Yes, there is. What, what is the number? What is the buzz line number again, Number for please? that is 604-331-2899. Yes. 331-2899. Yes. 331-2899. If you're well, shy. Yeah, it's a 331 buzz. It's the 331 buzz. Okay, go for it. It's 604-331-BUZZ or 2899. You know what? If you're shy, because quite honestly, people are shy. I'm shy. (laughs) Now you're not believing that. I am actually. But you might be shy. (laughs) Initially, I'm shy. And then forget it. It's all over. But initially, I'm shy. And people confuse it with being a snob. But I'm not a snob. I'm the furthest thing there ever was from a snob. But I am mildly shy initially. And then, then, I'm, then I get comfortable. But anyway, um, I say anyway a lot too. I've noticed that tonight. You might be shy. So you might want to call the buzz line if you have anything to say to me. I appreciate feedback. I, or if there's this particular subject that you want to talk about. Or, and you're too shy to call me on 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Um, so... That's those are the numbers, and you can call if you have a medical question, a health question, a relationship question, a sex question. If you want me to predict your future as to how your relationship is going to work out, give me a call. I'll tell you, I'm I'm like a um, psychic, really. <laughs> no, I'm not. I've had nothing to drink. I want you to know that I am completely sober. This is the problem. This is why I can't drink. But uh, there will probably be wine at the little event next week. I'm actually also next weekend. If you want to come to Whistler, not with me, um, but if you want to go to Whistler at the Nita Lake Lodge, I'm going to be at Every Woman BC. It is a fabulous weekend event. A whole bunch of women get together, and you're welcome to go there as well. Uh, It's for physical activity. I'm, of course, talking about sex. Uh, Not that anyone's interested in it. It is a subject that people are interested in, I, I will say that, which I'm, I'm happy about, because I'm doing a TEDx talk, and I'm going to be talking about the sexless marriage, lust, trust, and technology. And joining me in the studio tonight is Galia, rhymes with Italia, uh, Wessler, and, uh, she, Wessler, and she is speaking as well about social media obesity. So we're going to be talking about our prep for the TEDx talk and what it's like, our nerves. A little bit of what perhaps we're going to be saying. I mean, there's so much that could be said about that. But anyway, I'm speaking next week at Every Woman BC. I've been speaking there for about eight years. It's in Whistler. It's fitness for the body, mind, and the soul. It's a great networking event. It will change your life. It takes fitness and well-being to a whole new orgasmic level by blending physical activity with mindful practices to rejuvenate vitality. So everybody wants to slow down and take that opportunity, take time to yourself. If you're a mom and you're busy, I mean, this is a great weekend to connect with other women, other women that are in, uh, that are on your pathway as well, and to help to create meaning in your life. So a lot of women go many different times. Uh, 
you know, they repeat uh, and come back every single year because it's a brilliant weekend and uh, it's a way to bring balance and self-awareness and healthy attitudes into your everyday life. So do join me. But uh, right now we're just going to go to a little bit of a break. And when I come back, as you may or may not be aware, I'm going through some personal training upper body strength with Sean Seal and Sean is going to join me just after the break and we're going to talk about gym gym today hang on a second gym todation into no no I'm so messing that up intimidation at the gym Jim Timidation. Anyway, I don't know. Jim and Tim are going to be joining us. That's all I know. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. You know, Mother's Day isn't always full of joy for everybody, and there's a tremendous amount of sadness, especially for women who have lost their mothers. Uh, mothers, The mother-daughter role is a significant relationship in any woman's life, and many women lose their mothers far too soon. And that song is one of my favorite songs, and it's by Alana Miles. And um, I would like to dedicate that song to all of the women who have lost the mother in their life or a person who was like a mother to them. But in particular, I would like to dedicate that song to a CKNW avid listener, um, the mother of a CKNW avid listener. She listens to all the shows, and she's a great listener, great supporter, a great supporter of mine. But her mom was a beautiful woman. She passed away almost a year ago. Her name is Heather Ann McNeil. So there's a song instead of a kiss. So you gotta, we've got to remember it's not always fun for everybody. These holidays can be challenging and can be difficult, especially if it's the first year you are without your mother. So... Thanks for staying with me. If you want to call me, you can, 604-280-9898 or star 9898. On your cell, I have two tickets to give away to sex, relationships, and the stars. A couple of people called, but apparently we're going to break. So do call back. I'll give that away. I probably have some things to give out later on in the show. I might even give out this breast booster. That's a good idea. I was given some breast booster by a colleague. Do you think he was trying to give me a hint? It's New Age Botanicals Breast Booster Cream. I said, what's this for? He said, I brought it for you. (laughs) Thanks. That's great. Um, Anyway, I have Sean Seal on the line. Hello, Sean. Hello, Sean. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Just a little background. Sean and I met on Twitter, and uh, yes. that's where I meet most of my friends. And Sean is of upside strength, and he's been helping me with upper body strength. And I'm up to about bench pressing like 300 pounds right now, Sean. Nice, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting ready, you know? Uh, yeah. No, uh, we're tonight we're talking about people who are intimidated to walk into the gym. Mm-hmm. And and because they don't feel great about their body, uh, they may feel overweight or they may feel they're not muscular enough or they may be embarrassed to strip down to workout clothing. I say just go in naked. I mean, really, that's what I do. I do- <laughs> Way to make an engine. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, really, they'll all drop the barbells and you'll get to use whatever machine you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't want to make anyone sick at the gym. <laughs> that's one way of getting over being t- being intimidated. Um, that's my way. Now, what's your way? 
I'm kidding. I go in a long down coat. No. So, Sean, what are some of there's there was actually an article about this. This is, there is some research that people are intimidated. Jim yeah. intimidation is that the word? That is that's it. Yes. Okay. Just remember Jim and Tim. Jim uh, intimidation to go into the gymnasium to work out. So, how do we get over this? Uh, I think there's a, a few different ways. Uh, a good way is always to have a friend with you, uh, because you know, uh, having somebody uh, with you. Uh, you know, boost your confidence a little bit. You got to go together. You could be looking at your friend's body and be like, yours is way worse than mine. You know, somebody might want to (laughs) put breast booster on before they go into the gym. (laughs) That's a good, I'm going to do that the next time. This has, you know, this is going to work because it has purified water in it. That is sure to tighten your boobs. Um, Also some alcohol, needless to say, sunflower oil, olive oil. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Anyway, go ahead. You're going to impress a lot of people next time you go to the gym, right? <laughs> With my breast booster on. That'll be good. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I'll uplift a lot of people, but go on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you can bring a friend. Um, I think it's a good idea to, to hire a trainer, at, at least for a couple sessions to start, uh, because they can give you a really good idea of what to do, what not to do. Uh, if you're really not confident at all, I think learning, simply being curious and, and wanting to learn a little bit, uh, you can you can do a lot with that. You're absolutely correct, and I never would have started this. I never would have known what to do. I completely used to fake on the rare occasions that I went into the gym. I would fake that I knew how to use the machines. That is the God-honest truth. And I was embarrassed. I'd be thinking, oh, my gosh, they're looking at me, and I am completely a complete loser over here. But now I know. Now I know how to do everything. Well, not everything. Exactly, and all it took was one session, and we walked around, and uh, you know, I walked you through the the different movements and the machines. That's right. To, to really give you an understanding, and because when you are, you start understanding for yourself, then the rest can kind of come intuitively. Uh, as long as you're you know checking your form once in a while with with your trainer, it's. It's, I think it's a good way to start if, if you're really intimidated by the gym setting. And if you're so busy in life, not that I am, I'm really not, um, but you can, you can get new uh, poses. <laughs> I was thinking of the word positions. No, that's the only <laughs> word I can think of. Um, new, new. Uh, what are they called when you're lifting? New. Uh, an exercise, a movement. Okay, yeah, new exercises, new movements by video. You're sending me some new ones by video so I can advance. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think you know, uh, with like you said, you're not. Uh, you, you're you're a pretty busy woman. You think? Uh, and yes, I think so. <laughs> I have time for you. Know what? Go ahead. No, <laughs> we, we all are to some extent. You got to uh, make time. Well, and for some people, it's hard to fit. You know, uh, uh, a personal training session in their schedule, or you know, gym classes. They're not always uh, at the right time for your given schedule. So I think online training is a good uh, it's a good option. Yeah, it's for great. Some people, you know, if if you if you're able to meet the trainer in person first, that's a, that's definitely a plus. I think any time, and I actually think it's it was because of me because I had something on that I wasn't able to. But the video is fantastic. So how do people get in touch with you, Sean? Uh, yeah, so you can find me on my website, upsidestrength.com. Uh, I'm pretty busy on Twitter as well at Sean Seal. That's S E A N S E A L E. Fantastic. Well, you are the reason that my body has been transformed in the last three weeks or so. <laughs> Nobody else well, sees it, but I feel it. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's, 
That's really what matters. All right, well, it, it makes a difference, you know, in, in the way you think of yourself. Exactly. That's a big plus. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, and uh, I look forward to the video. That's Sean Seal, Upside, Stra- Upside Training. And thanks for the T-shirt. It's fantastic. When I come yeah. back, we're going to be talking about the TEDx Stanley Park Talk. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Thanks for being here with me on Mother's Day. Hope you've had a lovely day. Uh, if it's been difficult for you, I, I'm sorry, and I hope uh, things look up. I, it sounds cliche, but time does heal all wounds. I wanted to say that you can call me if you want to win some tickets to this event on Tuesday Night Sex, Relationships, and the Stars. There's going to be a matchmaker there an astrologist, and of course, I'm going to be there speaking about sex, like I know anything about it. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes I feel like I'm the only one that knows anything about it. (laughs) I'm not kidding. And I don't mean to say that from a place of, uh, from a a place of arrogance. That's not what I mean. But the, the sex education that we provide to girls and women is seriously lacking. There was also a recent research study done on about 2,500 people between the ages of 18 and 35, and they felt they did not get adequate education or sex education in schools. It's always focused on sexually transmitted infections, pregnancy, and don't have sex, abstinence. And that's just not reality. And it's also, in it actually invokes fear in people. And so they have this massive fear around sex and they are afraid they're not doing it right. They're afraid they're, uh, they're afraid to do it better. They're afraid to speak to somebody. They're afraid to say what their needs are. We don't educate about sexual pleasure, which is really important for women. As I say, uh, a lot of women will will educate or or they'll talk to other women and they'll say it doesn't matter if you experience an orgasm or not. And I completely disagree. Only about a third of women experience orgasm and 70% of women require clitoral stimulation. So I liken it to this. You go on a trip. You both get on the train. You're going to a really nice place, maybe Mexico. You reach your destination and only he gets off. I don't think so. What good is that? Anyway, so I think it's important that women understand their bodies, know their bodies, end slut-shaming, but self-exploration is key. Talking about it, talking about your sexual needs to your partner, talking about how much sex you need to have in order to feel fulfilled and to feel loved and to feel attractive and to feel sexually desired. It's really difficult, and yet we, we play all this bravado and especially online these days. And and I don't know how much online is helping our relationships. And that's why I'm excited to talk to Galia Wessler about social media, because on social media, we can be anybody we want to be. And you can actually seduce somebody online. You can play the bravado role. You can say whatever you like. There's so much power in the written word. We don't speak. We don't know what to say. When we want to say to somebody, I desire you. I, yes, I'm attracted to you. 
it's it's very we're, we're afraid that somebody will think poorly of us. When I was on the Linda Steele show this week, I said that a lot of women will say to me, just automatically, if they're going to go out on a date, they'll say, well, I'm not going to sleep with them on the first night. I'm going to sleep with them on the third. I'm like, why aren't you going to sleep with them on the first night if you feel like it? I mean, if you don't, fair enough. But I did get a few messages saying, yes, we need to change that movement. Like, why not? What is the difference? I mean, certainly some people meet, they sleep together on the first date, first night, whatever, they may move in together the next day. It's so good. But why why do we have these rules? And what is the difference? Sex is natural. Sex is like shampoo. I mean, it's really part of life. It's part of health. It is, you know, we clean the toilets twice a week and we have sex once a week. I mean, seriously. So I say more sex. <laughs> That's my little rant on Mother's Day. Enjoy it. You might like it. Uh, now we're going to shift it a little bit, although I am speaking at the TEDx Stanley Park event on May 28th, and I'm talking about the sexless marriage, lust, trust, and technology. But joining me in the studio with a far more amazing talk is <laughs> Galia Wessler, who is talking about social media and obesity, the association, well, when you are obese with social media effectively. What are you talking about? Hi, Maureen. How, how are, are you? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for inviting me good. here. Good. We can pig out on social media, yes, can we not? that's exactly what it means. Social media obesity, it is not about obese people. Oh, God, no. It is about But a, you know what? Being sedentary and being online and not being active can make people uh, become... It, it is a risk factor, but that's not what you're talking about. I yes, the, the talk is called Social Media Obesity and Our Loneliness. And really what it is, it describes a behavior online where all of us regardless of who we are, we are pigging out on the selfies of attention. And that's what the talk is about. The, you see, the selfies, uh, you know, to be honest, I'm going to be completely honest about social media, my feelings about social media. And yes, I am on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, uh, Instagram, so <laughs> LinkedIn. I'm on them all. Yes. I, I mean, if I've taken two selfies because I just wanted to learn, I, I don't want to post what I have for lunch I oh okay I don't really do anything personal on on social media it's really related to my business that it's a big aspect of my business but it it takes me probably 15 or 20 minutes a day I'm I'm mm -hmm. efficient I've streamlined it that's it um the but I look online and I see so much sadness I see people posting a new picture of themselves every single day I see them posting pictures of themselves in compromising positions. Yeah. I see them posting pictures of themselves, taking a picture of themselves looking in the mirror. I see them posting pictures of moments where they're, that are to be private moments. I mean, I'm quite a private person, yeah. and confidentiality to me is key. And I cannot believe just how much people expose themselves and what do they want. And the only thing I feel a bit badly about is I never like anything of anybody's. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's interesting that you say that, but the, if, if people will be more aware of the way they're acting online, if they're, if they're more aware of the reason why they're acting like that, you see, people are longing to belong. They are human creatures and they want to be loved. And so they found a place where they could express the way they are. And, and the thing with social media, and that's something for people to be aware of, is that there is the hooked effect. There's a book called Hooked by Nir Eyal, 
and many, many research shows you that the way Mark Zuckerberg has done it at the beginning, he would send a notification for everything that happens on Facebook when you get a new message, when you get a new follower, every single time. So he created a condition where you are used to checking your phone or or the application each and every time. And so there is, there is this thing where you get the notification, your heart starts to race, and you're thinking in your subconscious, you're thinking, oh, my God, somebody loves me. Somebody wants to give me attention. And, it, and it's really interesting because the more I think about this topic, and I'm also talking from a point of view of a technologist, I create such, such social uh, ecosystems. And so for me to come and say that social networks are addictive, and I'm not saying it, it's just research that shows that, but for me to bring this topic to light and for me to bring a solution that is not a regular solution, everybody will tell you about an addiction, that they have to use something that they're addicted to, and I will tell you quite the opposite. Which is what that's 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 an interesting uh, uh, point is that although you are social media obese and all of us are, you might be in your business and I might be in my personal life and my business, although I try to balance it. And I'm ever so aware of me aimlessly scrolling through other people's profiles. And although I am aware and although uh, and although Nira, even the publisher of the, the author of the book says it in, in his uh, article and book, he says, I find myself getting into bed with my wife and my cell phone. And so we have a thing in the middle of us, and I had to shut the router off to get no Wi-Fi connection, no internet connection, in order for me to be intimate with my wife. And that is why it is so ridiculous, and that is why it is called social media obesity and our loneliness. Absolutely. And um, do you think people are aware? Like, I, I just think... Um, do, are they why are they doing this and are they aware of what they're doing it, i feel sorry for i mean I, I i get some enjoyment out of it i have to say you know sometimes you know, you know, i you know why you know why like i'm a aware. quick they're, look they're, and they're I not think, they're not aware because nobody tells them anything because everything that you see on those social networks is all positive stuff if if you're feeling sad, if you just slot somebody, are you really going to post on on Facebook? And some people do. That's they right. do. And they post everything. They, they they do. But a lot of the things that they post, they post online. It's it's positive stuff. And not a lot of people would would say a comment to somebody. Um, I'm not sure this post is. You know, it's, it makes you look good, or I'm not sure they're going to criticize them in public. They might, but they might. But if if your social network is is gathered from your friends and family, I'm not sure they will shame you online. But other people might shame you online as well. You know, I think a lot of people are thinking like, what What is the matter with you? What is What is wrong with you that you need to post? I don't know how these people look so great every single day. That's the other thing. Like, I I don't really want my picture taken, and and I don't really want to show people what I'm eating for. And it, I mean, it's it, basically life is dull. <laughs> I mean, their lives are really dull. I have to say, with like getting dressed. Wow. Oh, I mean, even all the baby pictures. It's just like. You know what? Millions of women have had babies. I don't mean to discount it in any way, but yeah. you know, it's like the whole. You know, we're all stars. You know, well, all like, of well, a like sudden, the getting engaged moments. Exactly. <laughs> you and know the Facebook started showing you how many getting engaged photos, uh, sorry, posts there are. And you know, and 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 for some and, people that are single, well, that just makes them feel bad. Well, <laughs> it's part of the problem, probably why a lot of marriages are sexless, because people are focusing much more on 
getting married, the ring, the dress, the $40,000 wedding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they really don't care who they're marrying. And and it's really important who you choose to marry and at what age and why and when. And, you know, the sex is key in that. And, And people are not focused on that. They're focused on how many likes did I get on my engagement well, ring? That, well, that's, that's well, who exactly, cares? Yeah, they're, they're not focused. I mean, I like because I feel guilty because I say, you know, I share my stuff and people like it, so I better like theirs. So I just go a bunch of likes. It's stupid. But anyway, we're going to talk a little bit more about this when I come back, and we're going to let people know where they can get tickets to TEDx Stanley Park 2016 at the Queen Elizabeth Theater on May 28th. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. That's what I like, The Cure, Pictures of You. Great song. And, uh, you know, sometimes that can cure people, just taking a look at somebody that they find attractive. Maybe it's online. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's at home. Who knows? You never know. You never know when you're going to be struck by somebody's attractiveness outside of your relationship. There's probably like three or four people that you're really physically or sexually attracted to over a lifetime. Uh Honestly, a lot of women in my practice will tell me of somebody that they were, they might be 75 years old and they may have been wildly attracted to somebody when they were 20 and that was like the top guy. Uh, so that can happen and, and it does. And sometimes just that, uh, well, you know what to do with the picture. Anyway, <laughs> I just host this show. Uh, Galia Wessler is here in the studio with me and we're talking about the TEDx Stanley Park, which we're both taking part in on May 28th. You can get your tickets at TEDxStanleyPark.com. If you use the uh, promo code Maureen, M-A-U-R-E-E-N, you can get $20 off or your name as well. G-A-L-Y-A, Galia. Either one. You can get $20 off the ticket. So hope to see you there. I am going to give out some tickets. So, uh, Stay tuned here. Stay with me on the show because that's right. That's what I was going to give out. I forgot. Uh, so anyway, a little bit later. But if you want to get tickets to Tuesday night's event, give me a call. Just call me if you want, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You can win whatever you like. But we're talking about social media obesity, and we're talking about uh, we social media kind of came upon us in, in a lot of ways. I remember going on LinkedIn and thinking, I'm joining this. This looks beneficial. This looks as though it's going to help me and in my business. And when a lot of people didn't know about it, you know, maybe, maybe I think maybe I joined in 2008 perhaps. And, uh, and it's really helped me to build my business. I I've hired people from it. I have, um, been, I've been hired through it. Uh, so it's, it's actually been uh, very beneficial for me from a business perspective. Uh, so I love LinkedIn and Twitter, not so much. Um, but the Twitter feed goes to LinkedIn and Facebook. I really don't care about so much. I don't, it, it hasn't benefited me that much. But anyway, we're talking a lot about the problem. So what, what's one, people are feeling that they're addicted to social media. What would you suggest? Well, you know, when they feel that they're addicted to something, they really have to stop and ask themselves why they're doing the things that they're doing. And it's not just in social media, it's overall, they have to find a purpose in their lives. And when people are more, more connected with their passion, uh, it, it can be different things. It can be their work. 
It mm-hmm. can be a club that they're associating themselves with. It can be their school. It can be anything. Um, and, and I think uh, a few of the solutions is they got to join those groups. So it's very easy to find groups online, but it's ever so difficult to make those authentic connections. Excellent. I have Kurt on the line. Hello, Kurt. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Kurt. I'm well. Oh, good. I'm kind of shy and nervous, but... Uh, where, are you, where are you from, Kurt? Let me just get right into it if you're shy I'm, and nervous. I'm from no. Vancouver. Oh, excellent. Well, good for you for calling a sex show with your shyness and nervousness. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm interested in, uh, in the, um, the Tuesday night event. I'm, I'm kind of curious about astrology. I've sort of looked into it, and it seems to make sense to me. Excellent. Well, the astrologist is going to be on uh, the show coming up at nine o'clock. Yes. Yes. So this is now now Kurt. uh, I believe if this might be, uh, but you're you're a wise man. I believe this might be a ladies' event. Although you know, I would have to check. But you know what, Kurt? I mean, you're smart. Like, what better way to meet a woman? Is there a woman in your life? No. Okay. Well, there's a possibility. I'm probably going to get in trouble for this. But for me, everyone is welcome. That's just the way that I am. But I I, I do believe that it's a ladies' night. Okay. Well, I, I'm not, okay. I, but I, I really feel badly about that. I have to double check. It is ladies' night out for okay, dating. Okay. Oh, now I feel well, so I'll, I'll badly. I'll read your book. Um, I'm kind of curious about that anyway. So. You'll read what book? I think, I think, isn't she an author as well, the um, the presenter? Kelly Benson? Yes. The, she's the astrologist? Yes. She's, yes. She's written a book. I believe yeah. she has, actually. She didn't mention okay. that to me. Um, but, yeah, so, yes, you can read her book. And you know what? I should have a night for men, sex, relationships, and astrology. <laughs> <laughs> Guys Narrow only. Down the field. Astrology may help in narrowing down the field. <laughs> just, have, just have astrology? Well, I think it might help with narrowing down the field. Uh, yeah, it might actually. Well, she's going to be talking about... Ability absolutely. Yeah, she's going to be talking about um, your the, the um, zodiac sign and what that means in terms of your sex life. So stay tuned. Okay. I really appreciate the call. No, and uh, not at all. But, you know, would you like to go to the TEDx Stanley Park? Sure. You know what? I'll, I'll give you a ticket to that. That's, okay. that's actually for men, women, and they. Really, everybody's welcome there, okay? Uh, you're going to have to pick up those tickets uh, probably at Will Call. Just give us your email, and Mike will okay. take care of it for you. All right. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, take care. Okay, so Kurt wins. You, you know what? You never know what you're going to get in life. <laughs> I feel so badly that he called, and he was so nervous. All right. Um, so anyway, we're talking about this and you're, I'm excited to hear your talk and, uh, you've got a lot of experience in this. And so here's somebody in technology talking about ways to maximize it without have becoming addicted to it essentially, which yes, is, uh, right. it's, it's a big addiction today. It's a big problem. You see people, they're walking down the street, they're looking at their phones, they're getting hit by cars. They don't even know they're in an <laughs> ambulance and they haven't even, they haven't skipped a beat. They're texting somebody, you know, That's they're right. selfieing in the, in the ambulance anyway. Uh, you know, it can be quite dangerous as well. So it is. And, and, and as you notice, as a TEDx speaker or as a TED speaker, you really have to start a movement and the movement that we're going to all start together on May 28th at Queen Elizabeth Theater and in the world it's called the movement of authenticity. And that is the only way for you to overcome the social media addiction if you do things with a purpose. 
Absolutely. And I think people have to recognize this is a problem in your life. Anyway, thank you so much, Gayla, for joining me here in the studio and talk Galia. I called you Gayla. I'm so sorry. I have a friend named Gayla. But this is Galia. Rhymes with Italia. (laughs) (laughs) Not Italian. But we all have a little Italian in us, don't we? I'm Maureen McGrath. When I come back, we're going to be talking about what's coming up in the second hour of the program. You are listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. That's a great song. Of course, I love music. If you've ever listened to the show before, surely you know that. That is the second thing I like the most in life. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. We are heading into the second hour of the program. It's Mother's Day. We're going to talk about the female brain, I promise. You're probably wondering how my brain works. Actually, a lot of people wonder that. And and some people have said that I'm 10 steps ahead of everyone else while people are trying to catch up with me. And it's kind of true. I suffer fools lightly. Anyway, um, I'm also going to be talking about, I really don't know how my brain works, so don't worry about that. We're also going to be talking about sexuality and motherhood. Are they incongruous? Also, ADHD in women, I don't have it. You might think I do. <laughs> But I definitely don't. Why being vulnerable is key to intimacy. And we're going to wrap it up with uh, what do men want in bed and who do they choose when they go into bed, especially when they go outside of their relationships. But as you know, on Tuesday night, I'm talking about I'm going to be at the Sex Relationships and the Stars event. And somebody has texted into our buzz line and won a couple of tickets to that. So that's great. I'll be contacting you after the show and let you know. But if you want to win some tickets, I have two more to give away as well. And you know what? You never know. You might you might want to win Breast Booster. I might give you that instead. Uh, but I have that as well. And so you can try it and let me know how that works. I'm not going to try it. But anyway, so when I come back at uh, 9 o'clock, uh, Kelly Benson, a Vancouver astrologist, will be joining me. And She's also going to be at the event on Tuesday night. If you feel like purchasing tickets, you can go to eventbrite.com under Divine Intervention. If you're too shy to call me, you might have to pay for them. But doesn't matter. That'll be fine because it's going to be a great event, well worthwhile. I'm going to give you like sex tips of the century. And also uh, you'll get some gourmet appetizers and uh, from Gourmet Lunch Ladies. So it's going to be a fun event. We're going to have an absolute blast. And uh, we're going to be talking about what your future holds for your sex and romantic life. Uh, And what do the stars tell? What do the stars say? And what about that Mercury retrograde with Mars? (laughs) What's up with that? Anyway, well, obviously, we know what's up. (laughs) And that's a good thing when you're playing takes off and stays in the air. Those are all good things. That's healthy because it can be a problem. I had a patient this week who was 32 years old. He had erectile dysfunction and I found out he had hypertension. His blood pressure was 200 over 115. He'd been told by other people, by other doctors or by other healthcare practitioners, I'm a nurse, by doctors, I should say, not other doctors, because that would imply that I'm a doctor and I'm not. But um, they had been told by other healthcare providers that he had high blood pressure. And I said, listen, you're going to have a stroke and, and you're going to have one young. And, you know, if you live, it's going to be tough. And he said his mother had died of a stroke. I said, see, I told you I was right. Uh, so, you know, you really need to get your hypertension looked at. And it can happen at any age. Men can get erectile dysfunction in their young years, 20s and 30s and 40s. So, so don't ignore it, okay? But when I come back, Kelly Benson joins me, and we're going to talk about your love life. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show.